Thank you for listening to the program. The Lord said to the 12 men, that the 12 apostles, as he called them together in chapter 10 of Matthew, the recording there, he says to give them power to cast out all demons, heal all kind of sickness, and uh, raise the dead, heal the lepers. And you don't have to carry extra shoes. I'll provide that. Don't worry about the money and the power. So then he told them, though, when you do what I'm saying and go into a place, then they persecute you. You witness and tell them, show them the miracles. That's what they were for, is the credibility of their message, and the Lord himself. But he sent them on behalf of that. So uh, he's saying then when that's done and they'll wind up persecuting you more than not, then flee to the next city, go to the next city, and then shake the dust off your feet and, and go on. Behold, he said, I send you forth, though here's the behold is a really, really powerful word is, uh, I don't know how you'd say wow in English, but that's been worn out, so I don't know. But I send you forth as uh, sheep among wolves. Now that picture, it's like suicide mission. Well, they're finished. I think you could ask them and then say, look, this is, I don't mean to get off subject, but they would say he gave us the power to raise the dead. And, and and say, rise up to a dead body. I think when probably when the sheriff's going to put the cuffs on, I could say, no, you stand still. And it should work. <laughs> and they had seen him. And real quick, it said, before he called him together, he went about all the country preaching and healing every sickness, every disease, and raising the dead and healing. They saw that. But the Pharisees said, he cast out demons. You know how? Not by the power of God, by the power of Satan. Wow. Uh, you know, what is that? Well, that's ultimate blasphemy. But that's what, what he was telling them is <clears throat> that'll happen. But no man laid hands on the Lord. It makes a point of saying that several times. They were unable to. But he's telling them, no, that'll happen. They'll take you. They'll catch you and put you in prison, scourge you. And I th I'm sure I would think I, that at least some of them thought, wow, what's what's that? Have the power to raise the dead, but don't have the power to keep from getting arrested? Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the bottom line then is trust me. Trust me. Because over here, just in that same, the same words, I know how many hairs are on your head. Just like I care about the birds. I know how many feathers they have. You're far more valuable than them. Two of them are sold for a penny. But not one of them falls to the ground without my father and I both knowing what. Uh, they know the bird because they made it. Nothing's made that he didn't make. And I know that stretches our mind, and mine anyway. But still, he was telling them to have the wisdom. That's the verse I was trying to get. Behold, I send you forth as sheep. Have the wi uh, wisdom. Be wise as a verb. Uh, when it happens to you, what they would think, oh, well, it didn't happen to you, but it's going to happen to us. So 
they would try to remember, then what? He said, what you're going to want to do is make your own defense. It'd be like an attorney saying, well, there's several ways we can go about this, Bob. And, well, hey, uh, sir, I've got a good way. Let me run it by you. <laughs> Unless he was just trying to rack up another hour of time, he'd say, you know, let me save your breath. I don't need it. I know whatever you're going to say. I've thought of it. Believe me. And when it comes time for the trial, I'll tell you what to say, how to go about it. I'll decide the defense. You know, kind of like that. But what's the bottom line? There again, trust me, when they come to arrest you, don't look up to scream out to heaven, why, why? You don't know, no, trust me. And like Paul, the last day of his life, Timothy, they're going to execute me tomorrow. Well, why is the, no, it, this is good. I trust him. The Lord himself in the garden, I trust my father. Let's go. Listen to what? I don't know. That's hard for me to talk. About. But he's, he's not talking to them about being made sin. He's talking to them about just don't have confidence in yourself. And today, Paul talks about the struggle we're in may not be with Pharisees or lost believers, and it might be. I don't know. Even so-called believers and or non-believers, yeah, it, I, it could get that way. And in some countries, they'd say it is that way. But he's saying, no matter what, to whoever, then or now, trust me. In maybe not how many, you know, where to park your car. I don't mean, well, I mean, but whatever. Uh, I mean, trust him. Like he said, how to pray. Trust me for what? Thy will be done. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive others. Thine is the kingdom. They went forth preaching. He said, Behold, I send you forth to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Preach to them. The kingdom is here. Messiah is here. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. Those will be signs like he did that will show, yeah, we represent him. And they would say, yeah, you couldn't do those things unless we saw him do that. And you can do the. And you say, well, okay, they would believe or not. But it wasn't because of the miracles that or they would have all believed. So there again, it's like he said, it's actually faith that you're given uh, by God. Uh, by my father. So he told Peter that. That's how you know who I am. And here, though, he's saying when they deliver you up to those men, and they weren't born again at this point, but it doesn't change the truth of what he's saying. He's saying, don't have confidence in yourself and you, what you think to say. Let me tell you what to say. And it may or may not be, actually, probably wouldn't be, but it might be a common. And the, the, the Bob, the, the imaginary client there, would say, yeah, when I heard the attorney, I realized he was thinking some of the things I was, but if he had done all of what I said, we'd have been ruined. But he's, he knows what he's doing. So the Lord is the counselor. He knows what he's doing. That's what he was saying. I'll be with you. Just trust me. So when we're in our struggle uh, that Paul talks about, if if we're not fighting against lost people or so-called believers sometime or not or what, then you're just on a desert island. It's like the, well, I don't go in for jokes, but 
the holy man went to get away from the dancing girls, right, and went to the desert, lived alone. And one of his friends came to see him after a year or so. And how's it going? They're still here. <laughs> Who? What? The dancing girls? Oh, yeah, they're still here. I don't see them. Oh, believe me, they're still here. He meant they're in his mind. And so that's like this here. You, you, he's telling them, you can't raise the dead. You know that. You can't really know how to defend yourself or even what witness to say against them. Come out and, like Paul, he'd, at one time he'd say one thing and another, another. And I do believe Paul was led by God, by the Lord. He said, he appears to me and tells me. And the Lord, it, just for that as a side note, in one place he told Paul, uh, there's many people in the city that belong to me. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. And in another place, uh, it's time to get up, leave the city. There's too many here that'll hurt you. Well, the question could be, but Paul didn't say it. Well, uh, how come you don't just deliver me, Lord? There's no use to pack up and leave. So that's like here. It's not up to us to decide, but he's saying, and it's really important, and I try to quit on this, but he said it'll be given to you in that hour what you should say and i think most of us know even inhumanly oh, i shouldn't have said that i knew it before i said it or i should have said that i knew it and i didn't speak up. well when it comes down to him and you doing what he's put you to do like these men were well it gets really serious so the struggle against the old man the old nature if you understand that new creature you have to put to death the old man by being the new creature and you have to trust him, like James says, with your whole heart for it to happen. Because like the Lord said, you may think you're walking in the light, but if you have one darkness, unforgiveness towards one brother, sister, then you're full of darkness. Those are chilling words, really, you think about it. How great is that darkness, he said. So to them, he's saying... Don't look to yourself, not in doing the miracles, which they hardly could. But even that, Paul warns about what God gives you a gift. You better watch out, give you a gift to do. It ain't about the gift, uh, isn't about the gift. But uh, it's about him, that's all. It's not about us. It's about him as us, not us as him or us for him. It's about him for us. That's what he was telling them even before they were born again. That's why he said the, the words are so profound that they would have said we never realized what and how much he meant. When he said, before long I will live in you and I'll bring to you remembrance of everything I've said to you. And the spirit which I'll be in you will guide you into the truth. Oh, that's what he meant. That's what he And we then as it were, by association or in that position here to see that. And he's in us to show us this truth. And that is, simply put, trust me. And that is so easy to say, two uh, one-syllable words. But to do it, it's kind of like the old preacher said, 
I was asked the other day how John 3.16 so simple and how do you say it's so... And he said, look, he said, when I get God so loved, loved, he said, I'm lost right there. I can't understand the love of God. And he meant it. And that's true. So you have to take him at his word, what he says, whether it makes sense or not. And the picture of him in the garden is as strong a picture as you're going to get of how it can be. And how he stood up and said, let's go. This is what he wants. And I'm going to do it. And that was being made sin. He's, he's not asking that of us. He's asking us to put to death the old man. Why? So you can be who you are in me. And I can be in you. An identical twin almost. Except two different natures. Two different spirits. It's like the sharp eye that the snake means. The serpent having sharp eye. That's what the word means is be, have a sharp eye, you know, uh, out of the corner of your eye. One of the words means to look sideways. Uh, that comes from the root word of, uh, that means actually ophthalmology to, about the eye, about sight. So the serpent is named that because they're very aware. And they look, they're, they're, they look side, they don't, but they look like they do. Looking at you out of the side of your eye. Everybody knows what that means. See somebody doing that like a spy or something. But anyway, be harmless. That's what being wise as a serpent is. Get away. They don't really want to kill you. They, they really don't. And I had one, one time I was looking for him on the, in a dugout we lived in and, and the first home I had out here in the mountains a long time ago moved out here and that that it wasn't out of choice that was it that's all we had but a snake got in a rattlesnake and I, I was horrified I was looking for it flashlight real careful like and I was on my knees and I lifted up and said well out to the kids I said well, I can't find him and at that moment I was looking at the snake eyeball to eyeball he wasn't over a foot and a half if that away from me and I realized then Oh, he could. I thought it was over. But no, he didn't strike. And he would have got away if he could. Just like he'd say, if I could fly, I'd get away. I don't want to hurt you. And then I had several occurrences with rattlesnakes that that same thing. And I realized, no, they don't want to. They're not. You don't hear rattlesnakes out hunting for humans. They don't want to. That's not their idea. Although I had that perception. Oh, rattlesnake, he's out for me. Watch out. He'll kill you. No, no, he'll warn you. I've even stepped on them and they rattle. And, and somehow, I don't, you know, maybe that was, I, I didn't do that on purpose, that's for sure. I don't handle them. <clears throat> anyway, he's saying beware of men. They'll they'll get a hold of you. But don't freak, you know, don't fear. Don't worry about it. I'll be with you. So when it comes time to die, don't worry about it. I'll be with you. When it comes time that you think you might die or you wish you might or someone has, don't worry about it. Just trust me. And believe me, fast forward 100 years, we're all there, and it'll all be made right. Depending on our choices as a believer, yeah, I understand that. But one way or another, all things will be right and well. And like Paul said, he said, I'm trying to think that way as I'm ready. <laughs> no, I'm not ready. Paul, then Paul would say, well, get ready. And that's what the Lord's saying to them even at this point. Just trust me, no matter what happens. 
I'll be with you. And uh, like I was saying, trust me, is pretty simple, easy to say, but it's easy to do as well, but it's hard to. Uh, anyway, well, it's hard to s stop, but I'm going to do it. Thank you for listening to the program.